So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. More info and opinions on Big Red than one station can handle. Now on two stations, Big Red overreaction postgame on 1620 The Zone and 101.9 The K. Sound off. 402-951-1620. Big Red Overreaction is sponsored by Burton AC, Heating, Plumbing, and more. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton. Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. And Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. First down and 10 in the end zone. Touchdown, Oklahoma. Jaleel Farouk. 25-yard score. How about the throw? And that was one of the last times we heard from Gus Johnson, who exited at halftime. Uh, Connor Happer, John Bishop, back with you on Big Red Overreaction. Brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. Uh, also, quickly, before we get to our thoughts on Mickey there, and we want to get back to the phones as quickly as possible, too. Uh, Syracuse just scored a touchdown with seven seconds left to take the lead, and they're going to win, it looks like, against Purdue. 31-29 to was a, uh, what, a 30-yard pass play there to get him yes. in the end zone. Uh, yep. and so Syracuse is going to win dramatically in the Dome against uh, Big Ten West Purdue. Uh, not not the best day in the world for the uh, for the Big Ten West. All right, John. Uh, By the way, uh, Indiana has tied Western Kentucky. They're going to overtime. They hit the two point conversion. So Nebraska's next opponent playing some extra football against the Hilltoppers. How about that? Uh, all right, thoughts on Mickey? Um, <laughs> where who who you know does it in his own style? Takes responsibility for the loss. Obviously, there's some things on his mind. Uh, that that need to happen over the next two weeks before Nebraska plays that next game against Indiana. Se- he was asked, uh, first, actually, first of all, he, he did say Teddy Prohaska is going to be out for the year. He's going to take a redshirt year, so that's a, that's a newsworthy note right there. The other thing was he was asked if there is any changes above the player level that he might make. He said, not right now, ask me tomorrow, but not, but not right now. Um, right. So we're that was sort of interesting as well. We'll see what kind of you know changes are made here because uh, this is a quick week. I mean, obviously a lot of things happen this week with with the firing just on Sunday, and you got to go get ready to play a really good team today. So now you get to sort of step back, take stock. What do you think of Mickey today, John? I mean, he did what he you know what we kind of expected him to do. You know, he's taking responsibility, and 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 that's. That's a nice thing for a coach to say, but in reality, I mean, it, this one this one doesn't fall on Mickey, but yeah. he's falling on the sword for his team, and I can respect that. Um, you know, as far as, you know, whether or not he makes any changes, um, my biggest question would be if you did make any changes above the player level, a.k.a. you make any staff changes, who are you going to use to replace those players? people yeah you're right no i mean are what. you gonna are you gonna bring some analysts down or, or 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 what because there's still eight games left in the season i'm not i'm not saying mickey shouldn't or should or shouldn't make those changes but my biggest question would be who's going to be those people to fill those roles and how is that going to make the situation 
better right. because this do? much this much we can say in three months heck everybody's might maybe changing quite frankly so you know um who knows at this point but uh you know overall i mean mickey mickey did what i expected him to do i, I thought he would kind of fall on the sword uh for the team and um and you move on from there. Back to the zone hotline powered by the Les, by Les Hills, Harley Davidson. Uh, Brett has been waiting a while now. Hey, Brett, thanks for uh, joining. You're on Big Red Overreaction. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm not going to ask how you're doing, but uh, hopefully you're doing okay. Yeah, uh, okay. Fine. You guys literally are just answering for me. You think that, I mean, is Shenander, the hiring of Shenander over the elevating like a bush i mean is that on the table yeah well but if you elevate bush then who's going to coach special teams right well hey i mean we haven't had a special teams coach for the last four years in right? <laughs> i mean that's a fair that's a fair point but then is bill bush ready to just step right in with you know into that situation and 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 take on that role i don't know right yeah i don't either well thanks for i appreciate the call you guys you guys have a good one. Thanks, Brad. Well, yeah, yeah, John, it's all good questions, but that—that's truly. I mean, again, I—I'm not saying he should or shouldn't. It's just, yeah, I hate to say who you're gonna get, but you're in the middle of the season. You're certainly not gonna make a permanent hire because right now everybody's temporary. And, and you have to ask, what does it do? Like they—they they have to get better either way. Now you have a defensive coordinator in the building who's proven he could be a good defensive coordinator before, and you have you have some good coaches in the building as well. Like, can you mold them in a way of what your vision is if you're Mickey Joseph and 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 figure out, like I said at the beginning, the right sort of formula for this team to be able to win games? Are you go- and and maybe the answer is no. Maybe the answer is well, their defense is just bad. Their defensive line isn't holding up, and because of that, their linebackers you know, are, are in deep trouble and you're not very, you know, you're not very deep there. You're inexperienced and thin. And then you're holding, you're leaving your safeties and your corners out to, out to dry there as well. And they're not very good. So like maybe the answer to it is no, but is there a way they can, they could sort of mold this team in, into getting better as the year goes along? Cause that John, we're not talking about one game, although, you know, the, maybe the most winnable one is coming up next in two weeks. We're not right. talking about one game, but the, the, the audition for Mickey Joseph is to get better and better sort of as the year goes along and yes. and what this team sort of turns into. So, we'll, And that's the we'll other see. thing too, Connor, even though you do have two weeks in between games and, and, and the bye comes at a good time for this situation, if you are going to make any changes, you better do it fairly quickly because you really need to make the next two weeks about finding out who on that roster you can work with and you can build with and who is ready to go you know for the for the last 8 games of the season the next 2 weeks need to be about the players not about anything else the next 2 weeks need to be about the players so whatever it is you decide to do it needs to be done very soon because then you need to move forward with that group and focus the next 2 weeks on the guys in uniform no doubt Connor Happer, John Bishop with you on Big Red Overreaction on 1620 The Zone and 101.9 The Keg. It's brought to you by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. Back to the phones. We have Ben on the Les Hills Harley-Davidson hotline. Hey, Ben, what's up? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Hey, so I just – one thing I wanted to bring up is, uh, you know, Scott Frost is on that sideline. I think we lose by seven. (laughs) Now, just just joking around there, but uh, (laughs) – 
I know it's going to be a uh, uh, lot of callers are going to call in about this. Offensive line, terrible. Defensive line, terrible. We were out physicaled um, in every phase of the game. Um, the fact that we couldn't move the ball on, on uh, Oklahoma, um, just kind of embarrassing. But uh, the, the last thing I wanted to bring up was I know previous callers have, have stated it, but I was talking to my dad earlier. Um, Urban Meyer, I know it's going to be a topic of discussion. You bring him in, he stays here for, you know, three years. He has an allegation of hooking up with a college student or a cheerleader at Nebraska, and he leaves for health reasons. You know, who cares? He leaves you in a spot where if he comes here next year, he's going to win 10, 11 games, and he'll leave you with a solid coach, maybe possibly like a Ryan Day. And uh, you're going to be set up for success in the future. So that's that's uh-huh. all I have to Thanks. Thanks, Ben. Come Appreciate on. it. No, no, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. Okay. Um, to think that Urban Meyer is just going to walk in here. How is this and, a slam and, dunk? And, How in any way is this a slam dunk that that would? We work? have no idea what the Jacksonville experience did to Urban Meyer. And remember what I said earlier: college football has changed dramatically in the last four years with the transfer portal, player empowerment. NIL, it, it is it is all different. It is all different. And the reason why Urban Meyer was able to leave Ohio State in a good spot was because Ohio State is and has been in a very good spot. I don't think Nebraska can handle the drama of what uh, – first of all, you got to think about when he's hired. There's gonna, I, I saw some of the reaction from the folks on Twitter who cover both college and pro football today and, and the laughter – when the fans were, you know, chanting for Urban Meyer during the Fox pregame show, um, I mean, first you got to handle that. Secondly, it's not a guarantee he's going to win and turn the keys over to somebody else. And you've got a program that right now is not ready to handle drama. Heck, you heard Urban Meyer say it himself: Nebraska needs to get back to being a developmental program, yes. which is something we have been preaching and preaching for years is urban meyer going to be ready to come in and build a developmental program because to build a developmental program takes a little time and now everyone's thinking he's going to come in and win 10 11 games in his first year really come on let we you cannot make this hire in a panic you cannot make this hire out of desperation you need to be smart about this and 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 acknowledge that college football is a different place right now and I don't think Urban Meyer's the answer. Nebraska is a football program right now. In, in the last four years under Scott Frost, and I've talked about this a lot, and, and and today, and maybe the rest of this season, where they, yes, it is it is bad right now, and people bringing up that, like, okay, if he leaves it in shambles, then is it is it worse than it is right now? Nebraska needs to get to the point where they are getting the – now, this team might be bad. This team is probably just bad. Their defense is is just not good, and their offense might not be able to figure it out. But they have to find – this program has to find a way to get the most out of what they have. They have not done that in a very, very long time. So if we're comparing what it could be to what it is right now, I can't even play that game because Nebraska is not even close to what it could be with what it has right now. I would love to see what the program would be with a whole bunch of talent in, in however many years or whatever it is. But you're right, John. Like, they need to find – whether it's through an identity and development of players and all this stuff, like, it, it might it might take a second, but I do think we'll, we'll find out in a couple years here 
that this program was operating so far below what it needed to be just as far as getting out of getting the most out of the players that you have right now that it's not that complicated. And I don't think Nebraska has to deal with the BS, frankly, that Urban Meyer would bring to you in order to win football games. I, I, exactly. I just don't think you have to jump there. And no, there's, I don't think do there's our Urban Meyer conversation. All right, we checked the box for today. Uh, Connor Happer, John Bishop on Big Red Over. Something tells me that box is going to be overchecked <laughs> yeah, we're gonna check for the next eight times. weeks. It's brought to you by Burton. When your plumbing's hurting, just call Burton back to the phones. Uh, let's see here. We have uh, Cody who's been hanging on for a while. Hey, Cody, you're on Big Red Overreaction. Hey, boys, how's it going? It's going good. Fine. Another uh, Husker football Saturday. You know, uh, you know, we've been watching this. It kind of seems like a, a broken record, you know, seeing the same thing. And, you know, I'm one of the people who always goes back to saying, you know, why did we get rid of Bo in the first place? I, I just felt like everything was so consistent back then. And since then, it, it we just don't have any consistency on either side of the ball. And I don't know. I just. I don't know if there is such a replacement for Mickey. I I like the guy, but it's just we need to think strategically on the next coach, a, a guy that, you know, has proven himself, and we don't want to get ourselves in another Mike Riley situation where coming from a program where he hasn't necessarily proved himself. So I just, I just wanted to get your guys' thought on that, and honestly, I just – I'm almost to the point where I need to say, you know, clear house and – completely start from the ground up again yeah. so just wanted to get your guys thought on that and see where we go thanks cody uh here, here's my thought it, the results if we're talking about the results and, and people who have proven themselves that in my opinion does not lie in and at least i'm going off of what trev said and this is what i think too it does not show itself this does not manifest itself only in wins and losses so when you talk about a coach who has won games yes urban meyer would certainly check that box but i think what trev is looking for is a coach who has proven himself in building a program having a strong steady history of developing players having an identity and a team that would fit in this conference in this division, in the area of the country that you are, and recruit to that very, very specific style, whatever it is, that it doesn't have to be that specific. It could be the same thing that Iowa's doing down the road or Wisconsin or whatever. But building the program like a a Big Ten program. This will be the first time, John, that Nebraska will take its coaching search to market and they will, I think, attempt to hire a coach who can win football games in the Big Ten Conference. I don't think that was really that much of a thought the last two times they've been able to hire coaches. In the Big Ten, obviously it wasn't with Scott Frost. So that is hugely important to Trev Alberts and the track record of developing players. And that in it, it would be my example of a coach who has proven himself. It doesn't have to be the fact that he has like an 86 and 17 record and he's won national championships and stuff like that. I, I just don't think yeah, it has yeah. to be that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if you look at the last two coaching searches that happened inside the Big Ten Conference, I won't go back to Bo because right. that was, you know, a different conference, different time. Um, but, you know, with Mike Riley, I think I think that Sean uh, Eichhorst got way too cute and, and, and didn't really go out and, and search the country, and he was looking for something unique. And quite frankly, I think he was looking for something he, someone he could push over because obviously he did with the defensive coordinator, you know, debacle in 2017. 
Um, and then you look at Scott Frost. Now, I don't want to be revisionist historian because we all thought Scott Frost was a slam dunk. Yep. But I think the problem that we had with Scott Frost was I think Scott Frost underestimated badly what he was getting into in the Big Ten and did not adjust accordingly, thinking that he could bring AAC-style football and be successful in the Big Ten Conference. And 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 so, yeah, I agree with you. This is going to be the first real true chance to not only look around the landscape and see what people think of your job and kind of see where you're valued, but then to also really identify here is a person who, like you said, has a history of development, has a history of building, has a history of success, who understands, you know, the the the, the nature of both the offensive and defensive lines. Today's game was a classic example. Nebraska's offensive line got used. Nebraska's defensive line was not near good enough. That's where Nebraska football foundationally has always been. Everyone talks about the option and the Turner Gills and the Mike Rogiers and the Tommy Frazier. And yes, those guys were important too, but it was all started on the lines of scrimmage and Nebraska has not been good enough at the lines of scrimmage. You got to find somebody who can come in, identify what they need for this league what they can recruit to in this league and then develop those guys and make this a line of scrimmage program and then build around that and go from there. Doesn't yeah. mean you have to yep. be three yards in a cloud of dust. This isn't about offensive styles, but it does start with what you have on the offensive line and on the defensive line. And Nebraska has been sorely lacking in those areas for a while. Yeah. One thought, one quick thought before we, before we go to break here, it, wasn't it Stark today, John, you know, listening and or seeing tweets or whatever from Oklahoma people just like they were shocked. Like, how is Nebraska's what is Nebraska's offensive line? What yeah. wh what is this? I, I I saw probably a handful, if not more of those tweets from Oklahoma people. And I mean, I have a hard time disagreeing. <laughs> and, and everybody who's been around here for a long time knows it and understands it. But like, that's I mean that's that's it. It's a program that needs to build from from the inside out. Obviously, all right. Agree. Uh, quick timeout. It's big red overreaction on sixteen twenty the zone and one hundred one nine the keg, and it's brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Nebraska chill. More up next on sixteen twenty the zone and one hundred one nine the keg. So you've got an idea for a business, the store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 